0: Serious news, seriously entertaining. This is the Gatos and Chad Show. Happy, happy Monday, baby. Fifteen days in counting oh. till the lawsuits begin. Fifteen days till the
1: election. Becky Lynn, did you hear? Fifteen days. Isn't that fantastic? <sighs>
0: Fifteen days.
1: Can you just, you can't Ooh. wait until this. Who's thing. your favorite lawyer? Yes. That's what I'm pretty excited about. Wait. That's what they should
0: be voting on now.
1: Hey, when you guys are watching TV and a commercial hits... Do you pause it, or do you actually watch and listen to what, like, Mark Kelly is spewing or Carrie Lake? or I can't watch it, so I pause it, and, uh, you know, and then I'll we'll look at my phone for, like, 30 seconds, and then I'll hit the live button, and it'll fast-forward it, and then hopefully, you know, Sunday Night Football returns by that time. I can't watch these things.
0: I, uh... Uh, That's I'll watch I some of them because they're so insane. Oh geez. I did see one over the weekend that was fascinating. It was the uh, it was about the forgiveness, the student loan forgiveness. Mm-hmm. Okay, and it was hilarious because there's all these regular working people, and they're like, hey. Hey, theater major, you enjoy your theater major. I'm really glad I got to pay for your schooling. Mm. And it's a guy that's like, you know, he's mowing lawns and doing stuff. And the lady's like, I hope you enjoy what you're doing, business person. And go get that car you deserve because you know what? I know it's too hard for you to pay back your loans. And She's got like two jobs. And I thought, man, that was pretty good. That would cut deep. Yeah, I skipped it. I I hit the pause button. I can't watch this stuff
1: anymore. So we got 15 days until we actually go vote. Uh, let's, uh, Let's give you the latest on Lake. Let's give you the latest on Hobbs. So let's start with uh, Carrie Lake. Again, if you look at the polls, it's a pick 'em. It's a pick 'em. It's very, very close. By the way, I'm just going to say this. I don't know why it's so close, actually. The way that Katie Hobbs has run her campaign, this is one of the worst campaigns that I've seen. Absolutely. New York Times rushed in, in my time in Arizona. This is one of the weakest campaigns that I've seen in a long time. And if I'm Carrie Lake, I'm like, I'm out in front of people. Uh, I'm busting my rear end and I'm losing by a point to someone who's like running away from questions. If I'm Carrie Lake right now, I'm be like, I, how how I'm not very happy right now. How am I losing to this woman?
0: Uh, so, uh, you I, know, I'm just you that's know, a fair question. It a is a fair very, very fair
1: question. So when I say I'm actually surprised that it's this close. Uh, again, Carrie Lake. I don't like that she's an election denier. There are other things that she says. It's not the worst thing I've ever heard in my no, life. No, but Katie Hobbs. It's like okay, well, she's got some stances on some stuff. Okay, I can see that. Maybe I don't see that very. Well. But like, like this is one of the worst campaigns I've ever seen. And Lake is losing. Yeah, like she was out in front of a thousand people over the weekend. Uh, but
0: she's Hobbs- losing according to the polls. I understand that. And that's, uh, you know, I think that's something that we have to take into effect. I don't know how right the polls
1: are or aren't. And really to say losing by one or two. Well, eh,
0: in most polls right now, she's up minus one Why isn't she
1: up by 10, Chad? Uh, That's a great question. If she's such a good campaigner, and she is, if she's so eloquent in front of the
0: TV. Because she's polarizing. You're... Fair question. You know, that's that, fair. That, that's, yes, she's a polarizing individual, right? She took the the road that was easiest to travel as far as getting a group of people to follow you, but harder to travel in in the sense of of expanding a tent. Mm. Uh, and and I think that uh, you know, Hobbs has completely played into to this uh, you know you know Godzilla versus Bambi thing, and Don't she steal looks weak. Thought <laughs> my life. I know. I keep saying if they're going to do a debate,
1: it's Godzilla versus Bambi. But I listen. If if this is such a weak candidate, how is she winning in at least half the polls? Well, because okay? it's the exact opposite. Because right. you got a
0: weak candidate on the other side,
1: in Kay, in Carrie Lake.
0: I mean, you got Kerry Lake and Katie Hobbs are both not really strong candidates. Yeah. If this was Karen Taylor Robson, I think most of us agree, she'd be up anywhere between five and ten.
1: Yeah. Yeah, over the weekend, Carrie Lake. Uh, I think she she was uh, she was on AZ uh, TV with her buddy Mike Broom.
0: Oh, I saw Broom He was all in a suit. looked like he just went bought it and had it pressed that day. Didn't wear his hat. He always wears a hat here. Yeah, and he had no he had no
1: solid lid on. No, his as hair wise men
0: said, how will we know what football team he supports from the the college that he used to drive by? His hair didn't know what to do
1: on television. No, did okay. not. All right. So listen to this. This is what Kerry Lake said.
0: I don't have faith in the system and that's why I'm going to work. OK,
1: so you don't have faith in the election system. So why should we even go out and vote, Carrie? Like if I'm one of your followers, what? OK, it's all you're right. It's all it's mules, all that it's it's all that stuff. It's election fraud. My vote's not going to count. Why, then why should we go out and vote for you? What's the, if you don't believe in it, why are we doing this? I
0: don't have faith in the system, and that's why I'm going to work with lawmakers to come up with a way that we have secure elections, that our voting rolls are cleaned up so that we're getting rid of the people who don't live here anymore, they're not on it anymore, the people who don't exist, or the people who have passed away.
1: Okay, but remember what she said during the primary. Remember how many thousands of dead people voted? Eh, she lied. That's not true. It's not true. Debunked. Uh, I don't think she knows what to do with the elections because she was asked that on ABC News and she gave a Katie Hobbs answer. I
0: don't know exactly how we'll do it, but we will secure our elections. How? 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 Restore faith in our elections. How? Make sure our elections are honest and transparent. That's is per- that really your job, though? Because I a- think your job—that job—is that the person is going to be Secretary of State. Am I yeah. correct?
1: I think. Yeah, I think the governor plays a big role in it. Because if you're gonna, if you're gonna pass some laws in the legislature, I mean, she gave a Katie Hobbs answer. Yeah. Katie Hobbs asked what, what a couple of months ago. Hey, what are you gonna do about the housing situation?
0: Um, I'll let you know.
1: Read my website. I'll let you know. So if if Carrie Lake doesn't believe in our elections then why should anyone go and vote? Why are we even doing this? If, if most of her people who are going to
0: vote for her... Well, because they're going to have the opportunity to come out and say if she loses, we voted, it wasn't counted, okay. et cetera, et cetera. It's an excuse. There you go.
1: Yeah, that's all it is. So what Carrie Lake is doing is she's scared she's going to lose. Listen, both women are scared they're going to lose, Okay. I mean, if you're running an election, nobody wants to nobody wants to lose. You're always. it doesn't matter who you are. You're always scared you're going to lose. OK, but this is her. This is her out. This this is the, this is her. This is K, Carrie Lake's way of saying I'm giving myself an out if I lose because now I'm on record. I'm on record by saying I don't trust the election. She did it in the primary. She as well. came out
0: today and said she already feels with the early voting that things, you know, they, they, they seem a little fishy already. What's fishy? I don't know. Okay, so on election day,
1: excuse me, on the day after election day, let's say Kerry Lake wins. Why can't we come on the air and say, "You know what? Feeling something fishy happened." That's right. And we have nothing to base that on. We have nothing to base it on, but we say it anyway. Because it's,
0: you can. That's just it. it. Right,
1: but you got to have some proof. So already Kerry Lake is saying, "Hey, there's but a fishy stuff." You don't need the proof
0: anymore. See, that's just it. It's really sad. You're right. We can go back. Go back to I mean, I could play a thousand, you know, sound bites from people, you know, calling Trump illegitimate. He stole the election and stuff. Nobody needs proof. You just need the opportunity to scream and yell, because at the end of the day, for a lot of these people, it's about raising more money and keeping their their profile high.
1: All right. So Carrie Lake uh, says she does not have faith in the election system. So I think that's basically her way of saying, if I lose, this is how I'm going to fight it. I told you guys what was going to happen, and I ended up losing, so now I'm going to go to court. It's it's a chicken crap move, to be honest with you.
0: Here's a question for you. Yeah. Shouldn't we have a threshold of your butt got so kicked that you can't scream it? Like, <laughs> if you maybe. lose by, you know, you know, 7, 8, 12 points, you can't say it was stolen from me. There it, should be some sort of threshold.
1: No, I don't think you should say it's stolen from you at all, unless you have some information uh, or some d- documentation that it actually there was fraud.
0: So, but we don't need that anymore.
1: Well, we don't need sure. that
0: for anything. You could tweet something ten years ago that was I fine, know. and today, you know, it's like, oh my god, you're in trouble now because that's the way it is. So yeah, there needs to be a threshold so we can we can go. Phew. She won by nine, so we don't have to hear about this. So she lost by seven, so we're not going to hear about this. All right, Katie Hobbs, uh, I think she was on
1: ABC. She got grilled.
2: I have you refused to debate your opponent. She wants to go head-to-head, toe-to-toe with you with a moderator. Dozens of interviews and had uh, press availability across the state, and we're going to continue to do that and talk directly to the voters. But don't you think perhaps some of your opponents say it makes you look weak? You also refuse to deba- debate your primary opponent as well. Well...
1: True. Yeah. Well. Yeah. And she's gonna go. Well, well
2: Mario
0: Lopez wasn't very good.
2: Oh, well, that was a different story, and I won that uh, by a wide margin, so it was not an issue. But
1: it was an issue. Uh, everybody had an issue with it.
2: Um,
1: uh, uh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Believe me, Katie Hobbs is doing everything possible to lose this race. Everything. Maybe possible. she doesn't want the gig. Well, that's what it looks to me like. It feels a little bit like I, I again Who wants the gig more. Okay. Let's be Katie honest. Lake That's not even close. Who's
0: trying more? Who will, who will go into or walk right. into to, to Helen back to it's debate true. somebody? You can say what you want about, yeah. but she will. I agree. And you know what? I, I don't think Katie Hobbs would would debate at her house. Totally agree. It's easy then your to, twin sister.
1: It's easy to see who wants this more. It's Carrie Lake. Mm-hmm. All right, which up. may come
0: out. You may, know, people might say, right? hey, "You know what? She
1: wanted the more she didn't." Maybe. Hey, coming up next, we've got an update on those Patriots in tactical gear. <laughs> Remember, they're watching the ballot drop box in Mesa,
0: just in case they have to do it like a like a flip on the ground. They exactly. got the tactical gear on. The and chat Show.
1: Arizona's news station, KTAR News, 92.3 FM.
0: A mashup of news, information, and entertainment. You're locked in to the Gatos and Chad Show.
1: All right, before we get to these uh, ballot watchers, uh, during Becky Lynn's newscast, Chad and I were talking. Let's bring this up on the air. We we weren't going to go here, but let's bring it up. Okay, so in the governor's race, l- let, me, let me make the case. Remember when Trump ran in 2016? I do. And you could feel that there was energy you could feel that he had the crowds you could watch it and you could feel that oh my gosh this guy's got lightning in a bottle you might think he's disgusting or you know he grabs women by the all that kind of stuff but what he had was people listening yeah okay and then it was hillary and hillary was hillary
0: She expected to win it. She thought it was going to be easy. I think a lot, very much like Hobbes. Right. She was hoping she was going to get somebody like Donald Trump, which should be. There's no way this guy can be president.
1: Right. So Trump, lightning in the bottle, wins.
0: All right. Let's move
1: four years later. Joe Biden, as boring as possible, as old as can be. uh, People said, I had enough of Donald Trump. Nobody was excited about Joe Biden. And Joe Biden won. Yeah. okay. So Trump won the first time because people were excited about him. Trump lost the next time because people were over over him. So let's compare these two races to Lake and Hobbs. I saw a guy with a Kerry
0: Lake flag on his truck. Yeah. That cross the street from my house. The guy has a ginormous Kerry Lake flag. I'm not talking about a little flag. I'm talking about a massive flag. Yeah. Trump's Trump stuff still cross the street. Guy has a smaller Kerry Lake flag, you know, up there. It is and I see a lot when I get off on my freeway uh, well, exit, you live in
1: red, red red, red, red. <laughs> yeah. But even when I
0: get like here, we'll go get on the freeway over here at Northern. There's Carrie Lake, Carry Lake. I never see a Hobbs. I what, see tons of Carrie Lake stickers, never see a Hobbs sticker. A sticker on a car?
1: Yep. Okay. Uh I saw I've seen some Cary Lake hats mm-hmm. on uh, online today. I saw a little girl dressed up as Carrie Lake for Halloween. And I saw that on Carrie Lake's uh Twitter. Twitter. Okay. Yeah. So so insane that, and in now looking at Hobbs, where she runs into an elevator, so she doesn't have to answer questions. Uh, she was in front of a dozen people this weekend. Maybe no one's excited about her. No. No. Which way is this race, Lake versus Hobbs, going to go? Is it going to go twenty sixteen, lightning in the bottle, Trump wins, or does it go twenty twenty? We're voting for the boring candidate because he's not chaotic. Lake is lightning in a bottle. Put it, Lake is 2016 Trump. Yeah. Okay, this is the best way to put it. a time when I
0: think people are looking around going, okay, you know, the president's right now, you got inflation, feels like an anchor. You got somebody who's, by the way, her her thought on the border, whether you like it or not, is something that is completely the opposite of what's actually going on. 2.7 million people. We're going to get to that today for sure. It's insane. Just put you, we, we are so far ahead of where we were last year, which was a record. Nobody seems to be doing anything. She's got a lightning in the bottle,
1: I okay, think. Okay. So Kerry Lake is 2016 Trump lightning in a bottle. Yeah. Trump won in 2016. He did. Hobbs is boring. I am hiding just like like Biden did. Hiding Biden in But Biden won. Yes. No, so
0: Biden Trump lost.
1: you get what I mean? Yeah. No, you get what
0: I mean. Who wins? I think I think right now if you were to ask me to put money on, say you got to put money on it and I'd say Lake. Yeah. And I think that I think but we've seen the movie before. We have seen Where the movie before. the boring before. candidate wins. We've seen the movie before. And the before. lightning in a bottle doesn't count. But lightning in the bottle did count the first time. Didn't count the second time. But this isn't the second. This is the first time between those. And, it's by true. the way, the guy that won the second time, nobody wants him around at all. Biden.
1: See, nobody wants Trump or Biden around. Yeah, but Let's nobody hold. wants
0: Biden. He's the president right now, and Mark Kelly doesn't have him out here.
1: No, 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 no. no
0: nobody no. wants him around.
1: No, I get it. I just think it's interesting because yeah. to... To say that, that Kerry Lake is 2016 Trump esque and Hobbs is 2020 Biden esque. Well, those are two races that were won. Yeah. One by Trump and one by the boring guy Biden. So, again, could you really pick Lake versus Hobbs right now? I, I, I don't know. If it's the eye test, it's Lake by a mile.
0: Yeah. Oh, but again, 100%. 100%. But
1: again, Arizona's bo- Arizona has gone for the boring, less chaotic. Candidate in, in the past, just a couple of years ago. So you can make an argument hey, Carrie Lake has all the excitement, lightning in a bottle. It didn't work for Trump in 2020. The boring candidate won. Could the boring candidate in Katie Hobbs win this time around? I
0: don't know. It is oh, like anything's possible anything's at this point. Possible. It's just, it, it's so odd because I think there's a lot of liars out there as far as buyers are liars on whether or not people actually are telling you the truth about who they're voting for, too. Wise man Steve Zinchmeister. I think you could argue Mark Kelly was the boring candidate between him and McSally. Ooh. McSally was pretty boring. She was well, pretty boring, too. But she threw a lot no, of no, no. haymakers during the People around her campaign. threw a lot of haymakers. She was as boring as they come. Very nice. But she was feisty. She was more feisty, But I'm talking though. campaign only. Yeah. Who was the louder, more bombastic one? Her or Mark Kelly? Uh, McSally.
1: It was
2: McSally. Yeah. yeah.
0: I don't know.
1: I don't know. I think it's going to be... I, don't, I couldn't tell you. I couldn't tell you. Anyway, we're going to try to get to these uh, tactical gear. The Patriots. We're going to get to that later. By the way, uh, coming up at 4 o'clock, midterm mayhem. So we've got the people in tactical gear with the guns out in Mesa. The LARPers. Watching the ballot box. We have someone who's watching them. She's going to come on the show. She saw what was happening. She got in her car. She drove out to Mesa. She got in these guys' faces. They got in her face. That's a risky thing. Yep. We're going to have her on the show at four. Uh, She says she's watching... The Watchers. The Watchers. Does that make sense? Yes. All right. Coming up next. Should uh, non-citizen students receive in-state college tuition? Stick around. Arizona's news station, KTAR News, 92.3 FM.
0: Spanning the Valley of the Sun and all across the 48th state, the Gatos and Chad Show.
1: Hey, let's talk a little politics with uh, Tyler Monte. He joins us, Republican consultant. Hey, Tyler, how are you today? Are, you, are you there, Tyler? I am. All I'm right. here. Thank you. All right. Thanks for joining us. So let's talk a little politics. You're a Republican consultant. Uh, question for you. Let's start with Kerry Lake. Uh, you know, in 2020, Trump had all the rallies, even during COVID, thousands of people showed up and he still lost. So all those rallies, you know, turned out to be, well, he still didn't win. Carrie Lake in 2022, she's the one that's got all the rallies. She's got thousands of people out and they're seeing her. Do you think people are still going to vote for Katie Hobbs, or vote for the more boring candidate? That's what happened in 2020. How are you seeing this race, you know, unfold?
2: Well, the race is very close. So all the polling that I'm seeing, uh, some will show Hobbs up by a point or two. Some some show Lake up by a point or two. So really, it's a, it's a coin flip. So Lake probably has a little momentum, it feels like. Mm-hmm. But uh, that's offset by Hobbs, who is up on TV a lot more than Lake. Lake is campaigning by rally, as you mentioned. I see Lake on TV, I see Lake all, the on TV
0: all the time. Do you think not uh, – Tyler, do you think not – you know, uh, debating her has been a huge issue that's going to come back and bite her.
2: Yeah, I think that was a mistake by Hobbs. uh, You know, Lake and Lake used it to the maximum advantage uh, by portraying her as weak, afraid. Mm. You know, if you're good enough to be governor, why wouldn't you come uh, uh, do a debate? So I think that was a mistake by the Hobbs campaign.
1: Uh, So if you were to look in your crystal ball, who do you think is going to win and
2: why? Well, I wouldn't be surprised either way. Like I said, it's a very close race. If I was going to bet money, it looks like Lake might edge Hobbs by just a shave.
1: If, But if Lake has all this momentum and she's running against such a weak candidate, because in Katie Hobbs, like... All, what I see is she's doing almost nothing to try and win this race. And I see Carrie Lake doing just about everything to win the race. If that's the case, what does that say about Carrie Lake? Because shouldn't she be up by 10? I mean, if Katie Hobbs is so weak, if she's so bored with running, if she doesn't want to talk to anybody, she doesn't want to show up for you an know, interview or, or a debate, why isn't Lake winning by 10?
2: Well, I think there's a significant portion of Republicans and moderates that are turned off by some of Lake's messages. For example, if she would be in favor of a complete ban of abortion or not. And in her interview with uh, Mike Broomhead uh, for the clean elections, she kind of dodged that question and said, well, that's something for the legislature. Hmm. So that's, that's one thing. And another thing is the election denied, uh, denial that she engages in turns off. A lot of people in the middle and and she has not uh, stepped away from that at all. So she has you know gone strong on those issues that are maybe a general election issues so those are those are some reasons that she is in a close race where. Uh, conventional wisdom would have said that she should be, you know, six or seven points ahead.
0: All right, Tyler. Let's talk about uh, Prop three hundred eight. Uh, uh, people that are not here lawfully are getting in-state tuition uh, versus people that would come from out-state tuition, and you know, the selling thing for me is I, I can be as kind and understanding as anybody else when it comes to people that that have come here, but. I don't know about the in-state tuition. I just feel like, are you kidding me? Uh, what do you think this says? If you if you do this, uh, it just to me it says, come on over, we're giving you free stuff.
2: Well, you know, we don't have to guess about what happens with a law like this. Twenty other states have a similar law to what Prop 308 proposes, and, and nothing changed in their immigration levels. So, and the people that know some of the undocumented folks realize that they don't leave everything behind. Uh, the one day their kid can go to Mesa Community College at in-state rates. That's just not what's motivating those folks. They're in, they're in survival mode. And you know, another thing to think about is that these kids—they're just following their mom. They're not committing a uh, doing anything wrong. And then they've been in our schools, our churches. I had some in my Boy Scout troop, and they're good kids. They're just trying to go to college. And right now we make it way more expensive and it doesn't make sense because, you know, the kids trying to go to college are not a problem.
1: All right. So let me make this argument. Chad has a, uh, a son in California. What is he? 14? Right. Yep. Okay. Let's say that Chad's son who lives in California is 14 and he wants to go to ASU. He's got to pay, you know, out of state tuition to come and go to college in Arizona. But someone who is here illegally gets a better deal, than Chad's son, who's an American citizen. That's where I have a problem with this, too. I know people are going to go and vote on this one way or another with Prop 308, but, man, it's, t- it's tough to tell uh, an American citizen, you're going to end up paying more than someone who came over here illegally, even though they followed their parents, and it, it had nothing to do with them, and they were just brought here, you know, as a child. That's the tough part, I think. Yeah,
2: well, you know, Chad's son, if he lived here for two or more years and graduated high school here... Under Prop through eight would be eligible to get in state tuition. It applies to everybody equally, uh, but just it repeals the part that that forced uh, the Dreamer kids under, you know, all circumstances to have. So uh, you know, it, it, it's just a smart policy when you've got businesses that are looking for workers and they can't find them. We've got good talented kids here that, that want to go to college and be able to do it. Let's let them do it.
1: All right. Hey, Tyler, thanks, man. Appreciate your time.
2: Thank you so much.
1: All right. Tyler Montague, Republican consultant. So Prop 308, we haven't talked about, but it would allow non-citizen students to receive in-state college tuition. So the question is, why do they deserve in-state tuition more than someone like as I said, Look, I gave if you're California, a dreamer, I have no problem with that. Me neither. But
0: if you've come here and you've been here for what does he say? Two years? Is it really two years? Uh, I don't know how long they're. You know, how do you prove a lot of this stuff with a lot of these? It's there. There's the issue I think a lot of people have with this. Uh, yeah, again, it's 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 never as black and white as people want it to be. That being said. It does feel like the more that we continue to give stuff, the more that people can take opportunities to 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 come here and not just here, but everywhere. I mean, uh, across this country. All right. Coming up next, the Great
1: Wall of Ducey just got bigger and Biden is ticked. Uh-oh. Oh, boy. We'll talk about that next. Arizona's news station, KTAR News, 92.3 FM,
0: a mashup of news, information and entertainment. You're locked in to the Gatos and Chad show. The Eagles are back. Not the Philadelphia one. The rock and roll ones. It just announced they're returning to Footprint Center on March 1st, 2023. It's the Hotel California 2023 tour. Tickets go on sale now. I mean, on Friday, so 10 a.m. But you know what? You're like, hey, Chad, I'd like to win tickets. We'll go to the contest page. You'll have a chance to win a pair of tickets right there at KTR.com. All
1: right. The surge of uh, migration from Venezuela or Cuba, Uh, also Nicaragua. Yep, Nicaragua. In uh, September. Haiti. Don't get Haiti. Throw Haiti in there. It brought the number of illegal crossers to the highest level ever recorded in a fiscal year. What? Ever.
0: Not Uh, even close, by the way.
1: What's that? It's not even close. the record? Yeah. Yeah. So the more President Biden doesn't like what we're doing in Arizona with the shipping containers, the more I back Doug Ducey. I think I'm 100% in his corner now. On this, absolutely, I know that it's a stunt. I get it. You know, you put a bunch of shipping containers down on the border. Does it really help? Well, probably funnels people a different way, helps the border patrol a little bit. But the more that that President Biden is telling us, yeah, in Arizona, hey, you guys need to take those down. I literally want to give the guy the finger. Absolutely. And the more the more I hear Joe Biden. You know he's done absolutely nothing on the border. Worst president in my lifetime on the border, and Governor Ducey and I listen. We we disagree on a whole lot of stuff, but you know I like that that Ducey is saying. You know what? Not only are we not going to take those down, Mr. President, we're going to put more up. So now we're putting more up. The Great Wall of Ducey expands, and I say, you know what? Good, good, we're good for you, Governor. Governor.
0: We're going three, four,
1: five. Uh, I got. Listen, it's two, it's two right now. You want to go big? Go three, four. You know. Just keep, keep, you know, keep piling
0: them up. Construction on the container wall along the U.S.-Mexico border in Arizona has resumed. The state using shipping containers to continue building that barrier in Cochise County, south of Sierra Vista. Last week, the Bureau of Reclamation sent a letter telling Governor Doug Ducey to take down the wall he ordered near Yuma.
1: Let's stop it right there. How dare you tell us to take a wall down when you won't even build one, Joe? Or come here,
0: by the way. How about this? I'll settle for you just coming here once just to take a peek and talk to some of the people who are dealing with all of the things that are going on there just to have a sense. And then we can talk about building something. What a bad look
1: for President Biden in the White House coming after Arizona. Coming after us. You
0: won't take his call about all of the stuff that's going on now, but you will make sure that he knows that you're coming because you're upset with his wall he built to try to slow the migration down. Earlier this year, Ducey responded with a lawsuit against the Biden administration arguing state jurisdiction. All right. Listen,
1: I don't know if what Ducey is doing in some parts near the wall is legal because that could be some tribe land. They'll have to figure that out. But I, I think we're, I think, Ducey, and I applaud the guy for this, and I don't applaud him all that much. No. Um, I applaud him for this because I think what he's doing is he's stepping on the neck of the president and saying, You're not going to do anything. I'm going to do it. And you know what? Maybe people will c- climb over those things. Maybe they'll fall over once in a while. But at least I'm trying to do something. And at least I'm putting a spotlight on the fact that you, President Biden, have done nothing. Nothing. How dare you tell us to take those things
0: down? And how dare you give an important thing like this to Kamala Harris, who has zero want to be involved in any of this stuff, has done nothing. You've punted it. You've lied as well, knowingly lied when it comes to all the things like, oh, the guys were whipping those people. You knew hours before, but you still went out and said it. You've continued to demonize what's going at the border. Never once saying, hey, here's the solution. And your solution, according to Kamala Harris, is... Hey, as soon as we give everybody amnesty, then we can deal with uh, what's going on at the border. It doesn't work that way. Fix the leak first, and then let's figure out what we do with everybody that's here. Yeah, I mean, the the
1: gap's in the wall. There's no point in having a wall if there are gaps in it. Yeah. So, get this. In the fiscal year that ended September 30th, migrants were stopped 2.38 million times. That's up. 37% from the year before. And those are according to figures that were released late Friday. So the annual total surpassed 2 million for the first time in August. And that is more than twice the highest level. By the way,
0: the total is in right now. It's 2.76 million. What did I say? 2.3.
1: Did I say two point
0: three? Yeah, two point seven six million. It was the total. The previous record was last year at one point nine
1: million. So one point nine million last year, two point seven this year. Almost
0: we- a million.
1: Wow. Difference. Wow. Yeah, and you're telling us to stop trying to at least slow it down. I I think I don't think Joe Biden could look worse on an issue. No. It's, uh, it's it's laughable. It's, bad. it's so laughable that he's asking Ducey to take down the shipping containers. It's it's
0: laughable. I don't know if it's laughable, sad, or just pathetic. A little bit of both, I think. A little bit of both. And yeah. I go back to this. Look, for all of the nightmare that you know of, of you know sending people to New York, this, that, and the other. Had there not been any of that. We would still be here going, well, what are we going to do to fix this? Knowing full well they're not going to do anything. Well, they're paying attention-ish now. Will they do anything about it? The answer to that is obviously no. I just, I wonder if Biden
1: could ever threaten Arizona enough for us to take those shipping containers down. Uh, do you really think he wants to fight about that? No, I don't he think should so. just, He should just be quiet yeah. and let us just do it. All right, coming up next, Kathy Hoffman's going to join us in studio, superintendent of public instruction. She's in a race um, against, uh, who's the guy that hangs out with the Tom time? Horn? Oh, Tom, yeah, Tom Horn. Okay, we'll talk about that next.